Welcome to Our Shoreline, Your Horizon, a podcast by Dan Casey, featuring business and economic development news from St. Clair County, Michigan. Stretch your horizons in the beautiful shoreline communities of St. Clair County, home to one of the nation's busiest international border crossings. Learn more at edascc.com. Hello, I'm Dan Casey with the Economic Development Alliance of St. Clair County, Michigan, and your host of EDA's Our Shoreline, Your Horizon podcast. Today I'm excited to talk about community transformation and the role that entrepreneurs play. The spotlight will be on the downtown of Marine City, once a sleepy little town that is now turned into an arts and cultural hotspot. It can be argued that Marine City's transformation began when an entrepreneur took one of the many real estate signs off of an empty downtown space. Soon after, he opened the Sweet Tooth, a candy and goodies shop, and before long, People from all over began making the trek to the mostly empty streets of this little historic downtown located on the banks of the St. Clair River. But it didn't stay that way for very long. The Marine City Fish Company had just opened a small, unique restaurant, and soon after, a coffee shop followed suit. Suddenly, there was more than one reason to visit the downtown. Then, an entrepreneurial couple, Tom and Kathy Burton, decided to explore their passion for the theater and they opened up the Snug Theater just down the street from the Sweet Tooth. A year later, they opened the Riverbank Theater as well, which is a larger venue that allowed the Vertons to always have something on the stage. People flocked to Marine City, parking spots filled up, and investors saw opportunity. And from there, the true revitalization began. Today, I'd like to welcome Todd May to the podcast. He's the owner of the Sweet Tooth of Marine City and the entrepreneur that took the initial risk and it certainly has paid off. Chances are pretty good that you'd struggle to find a parking spot in the downtown on Friday nights. And it's no picnic during the week either. Todd, so first of all, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Dan. We're going to talk a little bit about your latest Marine City venture, but let's start by looking back at 2009. Tell me about that decision to open a store in a town that, at the time, was not considered to be a very successful place. You took a big chance to go there, and hopefully it's paid off. I did. That's actually my hometown. I grew up in Marine City, so I knew the potential of Marine City. Yeah, the recession kind of hit, and that's the reason I actually opened the stores, because the recession hit me in the business that I was in. I was in the hotel business, and um, unfortunately, I was let go of my job in February of 2009. So I took that risk in December of 2009 to open up the Sweet Tooth. It paid off for me. It was, it was a venture that I wasn't too sure about at first. But um, and most people thought I was going to fail. So I I ne- always take a challenge. I always exceed in those challenges. I believe. But um, yeah, it was it was a good thing to do. Well, national studies say that about eighty percent of new businesses do fail. So that would not be unusual. It's usually you have to get up off your feet and and you know hopefully succeed at your next venture. But in this case, you didn't fail. You succeeded. Why a candy shop? Why not? For one thing. During the recession, too, is that, you know, candy, confections, ice cream, anything like that, that's a luxury that people always want. Um, It's not a need, but it's a want. And um, I did a little research in the beginning, and, you know, I had that whole entire summer off to think about things. And we went for a drive one Sunday afternoon and stopped at a place, and I said, you know, it was just a little tiny candy store, and I'm like, I could do this, and I could probably do it better. So I decided just to do some more research. And the funny thing was when we first initially started the 
the order process, the gentleman that was taking our order says, you're setting the store up into decades, aren't you? He's, he's like, you are ordering your candy from the year first candy came out to the present candy. And, and that was the start of it all because we, um, we used to have a candy shop in Marine City. And it was actually a little convenience store, and it was called Luke's. And um, we would go there every day. Penny candy, give you a little bag. So everybody remembers. Luke. I remember. Yeah. So now um, everybody remembers Mr. Todd. So I'm 12 years into this now, and I'm called Mr. Todd. That's pretty amazing that you took that risk. And, you know, we're really trying to focus a little bit on transformation, right? It was personal transformation for you, but it was also the beginning of a period of transformation for Marine City. So tell me, when did you first begin to see the change take place in the town after you opened up the store? You know, it was probably about nine months later. I mean, that, that fall of 2010, um, we started noticing a, a big change in, in how the traffic was flowing and how the city was changing at that point. Um, like you said earlier, it was a sleepy little town. You could shoot a cannon off at six o'clock at night. We took that risk and stayed open until nine, 10 o'clock every night. And we noticed that the foot traffic coming out of the very few restaurants that were down there was actually was, was quite large. And did you have a sense that your store was part of that transformation, that you were actually beginning to make a difference? Me personally, no, but everybody told me I was. So um, I'll take that credit. So, but personally, no, I was, I was all wrapped up in that business at that point. So, um, you know, very little time to think or breathe. So what were some of the challenges at that time when you opened that store that, that you saw there in the downtown? You know, some of the challenges obviously was to get more people to stay open. The hobbyists that were down there that would open a couple days a week, only for a few hours a day, trying to, to show them the potential of what Marine City actually had. I mean, we're one of the very few downtowns that didn't get torn down. So we have the historic buildings, we have the beautiful river, we have the ships going by also. It's, it's just making them stay open and see the potential that could happen here in town. So it obviously, um, it paid off in a big way. And I think having the theaters locate there has kind of boosted the transformation, if you will, um, and really helped to lead the city to where it is today, right? And so now you have a lot of unique places like your shop. You also have the theaters. So you have outer towners coming in, spending their money and exploring and, and understanding what the value of that town is to them as, um, as tourists. So it's really, it's been amazing to watch it happen. Uh, I know that's been, that downtown has been in my family's history for a long, long time because I have family that live in that area and that's always been their downtown. So I've experienced that as well. Recently, you took another chance and you've opened up the Sweet Tooth Cafe, which is a coffee and pastry shop. What was the opportunity that you saw? Well, unfortunately, the coffee shop that was in town um, closed down in January. So Again, we had the opportunity because a, a unit opened up right directly behind the Sweet Tooth, so it was very convenient for us to, to make that transformation. And I know there was a need for it. You know, everybody's, as soon as Roasted closed down, everybody was like, where can we get coffee? Where can we get coffee? Obviously, there's restaurants that serve coffee, but they wanted those specialty drinks. They wanted the specialty coffees. They wanted the unique items. And for me, to do the pastry part of it also, whenever I'm out and about and go to a coffee shop, I'm not looking to, you know, have a full meal. I'm looking to have something sweet, something gooey, something that's going to go good with the coffee. So that's why we added the pastries to the mix also. Yeah. So successful downtowns have like a 
a checklist of ingredients that have made them successful. One of them is having a coffee shop, right? One of them is having a movie theater. One of them is being walkable, having a bakery, you know, and other entertainment restaurants and things like that. So you now have a community after you've opened up the Sweet Tooth Cafe that has, again, all of those ingredients. What's it been like for you since you opened up? Is, have you experienced the success you expected? Yeah, even more. Um, yeah, we've, it's, been, it's been very well received. And the cool thing is that we are actually in conjunction with the Lexington Coffee Company, with Patrick Blakely that owns the Lexington Coffee. <clears throat> he has graciously enough helped us set things up, trained our staff, did everything too. So um, he had a following. So his following is actually excited that we're in Marine City because they don't have to travel all the way to Lexington anymore for his coffee. They can have his same coffee down here. So he roasts our coffee for us, everything too. So yeah, it's been, a, it's been a great month. We've been open a month last Thursday and it has been crazy, which is good. Crazy is good. Yeah. And coffee shops are the, those unique like local gathering spots for the community, right? You can have, you know, small little group meetings there and you can, you know, have the, the little group of friends that that shows up there every Tuesday or maybe every day of the week to get their coffee and talk about the latest news and, you know, what's going on in everybody's lives. So they really play a unique place in the makeup of a community, don't you think? Oh, most definitely. We, um, you know, we had a yoga place open up right behind us in the same complex. So now at 6 a.m. yoga shows up at 7 a.m. at the coffee shop. So we get, we get the moms dropping their kids off at Carla Mooney and Holy Cross and we get We've just got a great mix of people walking in and out. I think it's a great addition to Marine City. So what do you think is next um, for, for the town and, and for yourself? What, what do you see as opportunities for the community? For the town itself, we're hoping that the Marino goes in very soon. So I know that that is in the mix and in the works and everything else. And um, for me, I need to slow down a little bit, um, concentrate on the two businesses. Let's get through Christmas. We'll decide what I want to do next. So, yeah, but um, the town, you know, it's o there's only room for going up. We, we're in this trajectory to just keep going further and further in town. So I'm very excited about the things that are happening. Are you worried at all about splitting your time between trying to run two different businesses? No, I have a back entrance between both. I travel from one store to the next through a little secret entrance, you know. And um, the first month, yes, it's been, a little, it's been a little hectic trying to organize everything. But you know what? It's falling right into place. I got a great staff. Um, they're all kicking in. They're all being cross trains back and forth. So if one section of the, the business is busy, they hop over to there and they hop back and forth. So my staff is extremely excited about the new venture also. Yeah. What are the hours of the coffee shop? We're open seven days a week from 7 a.m. till 8 p.m. Wow. So yeah, we're doing a 13-hour day back there and we'll decide if we need to stay open longer or need to, you know, but I don't like messing with the hours. Once we commit, we try and we always, we set times for the sweet tooth, the candy shop automatically. So we'll, we'll adjust those times also through the cafe. I did want to ask you one final question that relates back to transformation. And it, so if someone has never visited Marine City, what would they love about it, about the downtown there? You know, it's the charm of downtown Marine City. It's it's the historic buildings. And I mean, my building that I'm in was actually built in 1850. It used to be an old hotel in a, in a, um, a hardware store where I'm currently in, you know, so it's, there's a lot of unique things down there. 
we the maritime history of Marine City. It was the largest shipbuilding you know, city in all of the Great Lakes at one point. So there's a lot of very cool history in Marine City, a lot of great houses, buildings, everything like that. But it's, it's just the view, too. I mean, obviously, all of us that live on the waterfront, we just can't. We take the view for granted. The view is definitely amazing. But I think there's one other ingredient about our area that makes us unique compared to a lot of places in the country. It's actually not unlike what you see in the Northeast along the coastline or even in California along the coastline there, which is that you have a series of unique downtowns that are close together that complement each other and give people options so they could keep coming back. They could live an hour away and have a unique experience, you know, every other weekend if they wanted to come back that often between, you know, the different downtowns. You've got New Baltimore, Anchor Bay, Marine City, obviously, Algonac, going all the way up to Lexington and even beyond. So I think that that's one of the unique things about our area and people keep coming back to explore and experience it. The one thing about Marine City also is that we all work well together. Every single business works great together. We promote each other. We talk about each other. We're constantly, you know, if somebody's in my store, it's like, have you been to Vera Grace? Have you been to the Marine City Marketplace? Have you been to the fish company? You know, we, we push each other in everybody's direction, which is a great thing to do. Yeah, and this is a concept we've certainly explored in, in our region and tried to exploit, which is that when everybody is on the same page and communicating and working together, we all win. Most definitely. It's, it's you know, you share the wealth with everybody. If, if I succeed, my neighbor succeeds. If my neighbor succeeds, their neighbor succeeds, you know, and it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, we all push each other to have a great business. So this is how change happens. Someone sees an opportunity, takes a risk, and invests in their dream. And we're sure glad that you did. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you. So I'm Dan Casey with the EDA of St. Clair County, and I hope you will join me again on the next edition of Our Shoreline, Your Horizon. Take care. Thanks for listening. To hear more, visit the podcast page at WGRT.com or find Our Shoreline, Your Horizon on your favorite podcast app.